0: sacred. There are three core wounds known as the Magdalene wounds that most women carry that are really prevalent in the collective consciousness of the feminine. And these core wounds are the whore, the bitch, and the witch. Mm. And so in this reclamation and this divine feminine reclamation, we are reclaiming the energetics of these three, you know, words and, and and the connotation that they have and what they mean and how we've been labeled, you know, in a way that has uh devalued us, right? Because of owning our sexiness or our sexuality for owning our sovereignty, right? For speaking our truth, for standing our ground, you know, coming off as a bitch. Um, and then the witch, the witchiness, right? The magic, the mysticism, the alchemy, which is so beyond this realm that it's really um, threatening to a lot of the systems that are in place.
1: Welcome back to the Sacred Slut Podcast. I am super excited to welcome our guest today, Zoe. She is a divine feminine embodiment guide, as well as hypnotherapist and course facilitator. She is a sacred sisterhood curator and a devotee of the goddess. So welcome, Zoe. I'm so happy to have you.
0: Thank you. I'm so honored to be here.
1: Awesome. So the first question I would love to ask you is how do you put pleasure first in your life? Mm. That's such
0: a great question, and it's so funny because before um, sitting down to record this podcast with you, I felt the call to go and do a pleasure practice, and uh, I didn't. <laughs> I just thought- I decided to have it be um, a reward system today. So the way that I work with my own energetics is I really, really do tune into my body every day and ask it like what's going to be the most conducive to what I'm supposed to bring forth that day. Um, and so sometimes that's, you know, pleasure first. And then sometimes it's pleasure as a reward. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Yeah, but it is really a vital part of my practice to make sure that I'm in my body. So sometimes, you know, when I hear pleasure, I think immediately of my self-pleasure practices. Mm -hmm. But even just the nuance of pleasure, the dancing, the, you know, the the getting into the body first thing in the morning, the yoga, just even doing yoga to just get the stream of energy moving through my body, even just drinking a cup of cacao in the sunshine. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, and then yep. really tuning into when I want to go into full, like I want to fully lose myself in erotic surrender, like in self pleasure, and that's like a you know it can be like two to three hours.
1: hmm. Right, yeah, I
0: love learning that. how to have mm-hmm. orgasmic peace. Sorry, that that being an orgasmic peace that like waves in throughout the day.
1: hmm. Yes, I absolutely love that. Thank you for sharing. Um, So could you tell us just a little bit about kind of how you got started doing this work? Why is it so impactful for you? What did that look like?
0: Mm, Well, um, since this is the Sacred Slut podcast, (laughs) I feel called to speak into, you know, a bit about my upbringing. I tapped into my sexuality at a really, really young age. I think I was always pretty tapped into it. Um, and you know, I went through a period from like seven to 10 where I was like addicted to masturbating and I didn't know what it was. And it wasn't like I was like touching myself. I would like cross my legs in a certain way that would stimulate my clit. And I had no mm-hmm. idea what I was doing, but if I had a little like micro orgasm with it and crossed that threshold, I could just keep going and going and going Yeah, and going. I could go like a hundred so you know
1: times so funny is i did the same thing when i was little and i had no idea what i was doing either i just knew that it felt good with the legs not with the legs i would like more like hump things like but i didn't know that i was like masturbating i was just like this feels good what is this yeah exactly
0: yeah and to me now being on this path i'm like oh those were like little micro moments with god through you know Feeling those waves of pleasure that there was, there was no explanation for. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, growing up, coming into high school, I had a was very sexually explorative, pretty promiscuous, um, and then I had a, a big reputation of being a whore and a slut, and then started to, you know, feel a lot of shame around my sexuality at a certain point, mm-hmm. and kind of closing off. Sexuality, I, I went into a monogamous relationship. I, you know, I, I like completely did a 180 in my life. I became vegan and sober and was in like this committed relationship. And, you know, I was on on this really strong spiritual path. And then it was, I believe, five years ago that I really had this divine feminine awakening. Um, into my womb into the sacred mysteries of my blood and it happened really serendipitously I had never read about it I didn't you know I wasn't on social media it wasn't something that you know I had any previous awareness of it was a visceral embodied experience that happened when I was in sisterhood I was mm-hmm. with a group of sisters and we serendipitously met and it was five different women from all, all different countries and somehow we met together at this like a divine appointment to have a sleepover, to unlock the feminine mysteries of being in a coven. And like the alchemical magic that happens when women follow that thread and come together. And now I know that thread to be this like rose thread of the rose lineage of the, you know, the opening of our hearts, the blossoming open to these codes. Mm -hmm. And then in that process, I was led to Mary Magdalene. Um, or I guess she kind of led me to her through kind of flirting with me through synchronicities. And I would, you know, I was hearing like Jesus's name a lot through the, the people that I was around. And I, at that mm-hmm. point I was in such hyper attunement that I knew that anytime I would hear something repeated more than like three times, that was my in- indication to go research that thing or meditate on that thing or connect with it deeper and through this whole process of awakening, I started awakening to, like, Christ consciousness. And I was in mm-hmm. a state of ecstasy for two weeks, connecting with, like, the Magdalene and Yeshua codes and their divine union and heaven on earth and having this very visceral lived experience of it. And then, yeah, and then that started waking me up to sacred sexuality, Tantra, you know, the Magdalene path, the rose lineage.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's incredible. And I, I absolutely love, you know, coming together with sisters, I feel like that's the most powerful work that I do is like, feeling in connection with other women. It's just like, that's where the magic happens. So I love that. That's kind of where that all started for you. Um, And, you know, with you mentioning, like, being known as like a slut and a whore, like, I think that that part of our sexuality gets shamed so much. And as women, I think so many of us can relate to having those names thrown at us and having it be like a bad thing. Um So I'm definitely trying to kind of reclaim those words as sacred. And, you know, like that's kind of part of the point of this podcast too. Um And when I first, not when I first heard about Mary Magdalene, but like I grew up religious and you know it was she was known as like the horror and was always like the bad person um and then i had an akashic records reading a few years ago and um mary magdalene came in as like one of my guides during this reading and that's when i was like i need to like research more about her and like learn more about her and so i got the magdalene manuscript which was so incredible! I felt like I could just like relate to so much of it. So, can you tell us just a little bit more about Mary Magdalene? Like, why why is there so much shame around it? And like, how how can we view her? Actually, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, beautiful.
0: Um, <clears throat> so it, it's actually really powerful because right before our podcast, this recording, I actually just had a session with a client who was guided to me through Mary Magdalene. Like it was very cosmic, very, very Mm -hmm. potent. And we just did the Magdalene, a part of the Magdalene activation in the Sophia code. Mm -hmm. So that was an hour and a half ago. So that energy is still like looming in this room as we're we're talking about her. Um, But yeah, so there are three core wounds known as the Magdalene wounds that most women carry that are really prevalent in the collective consciousness of the feminine. And these core wounds are the whore, the bitch, and the witch. Mm. And so in this reclamation, in this divine feminine reclamation, we are reclaiming the energetics of these three, you know, words and, and, and the connotation that they have and what they mean and how we've been labeled, you know, in a way that has uh, devalued us right? Because of owning our sexiness or our sexuality for owning our sovereignty, right? For speaking our truth, for standing our ground, Mm -hmm. you know, coming off as a bitch. Um, and then the witch, the witchiness, right? The magic, the mysticism, the alchemy, which is so beyond this realm that it's really, um, threatening to a lot of the systems that are in place to be able to Mm -hmm. connect to the etheric realms in this way, right? especially through our sexuality, as women, as portals between realms, it's mm-hmm. a huge threat to, you know, to patriarchy, to the systems, to, um, to those that fear what they cannot understand. Mm-hmm. So in this reclamation of the horror wound, there's a coming, there's a, a, a deepening with the, Energy of sexuality as this healing, revivifying, empowering sacred force that brought us all into creation, and you know when we're younger, and especially those of us Magdalens who feel connected to this path, right? A lot of us actually do have the imprint of being, you know, being slut shamed and being mm-hmm. seen as the horror and having energy of shame around our sexuality because we came in with this blueprint of the sex priestess so that we have this, this blueprint, right? And so in order to write the, the mess always carries the message, the pain always carries the purpose. So it's like we're seated with this blueprint of coming in and we've got this, this power of sexuality as, as feminine beings, right? And we're not taught what to do with it, how to wield it responsibly, like what this power is but ultimately, right, if we've been on this path and we have lifetimes of being on this path, this sex magic, the alchemy of sexuality, right, being a, mm-hmm. an initiate of ISIS, like these, this energy has connected us to source. It's been, you know, the, the energy that we've been connected to for lifetimes to anchor in frequencies on this planet or, you know, to to birth what we are here to create into the world. So as young girls, you know, we have this that va- we have so much access to this power, and we get so much attention for being embodied in this energy that a lot of the times, you know, we don't use it responsibly, and that creates a lot of trauma in the body, right? And it, it mm-hmm. creates a lot of distortion around femininity and who we are, and we start to identify with the wound, right? And so that right. brings a lot of women to like cutting off their life force or cutting off like the the piece of them that feels empowered or confident in their sexuality, right? It's like they start to diminish it. And then, you know, there's like, I feel there's this deep, there's this point on this journey, this Magdalene path where you start to really access this deep reservoir of what sexuality actually is. And you start to work with your own higher power and intuition and in how to channel that through you and how to literally quantum shift and, and regenerate your DNA and using it to like clear trauma out of the body, using it to like connect with the goddess to, to, to birth like the things and the art and the offerings that you're here to birth. You start to use it as your pathway to divine consciousness.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the three core wounds are the whore, the bitch, and the witch. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you did grow up religiously, I think you were told so many things about Mary Magdalene that were just kind of not true. So I don't know if you're able to kind of speak to who she actually was and like what she did, like with Jesus and what that looked like
0: hmm so yeah um I didn't grow up religious but I can you know speak into this to the best of my ability and I always say you know this is what I believe to be truth this is what I have felt viscerally to be true you know everyone might you know mm-hmm. you might have your own perception of this. yes um but she was the beloved of Jesus, of Yeshua, right? And she was an equal in the mission and ministry of their Dharma, right? As the divine masculine and divine feminine embodied, they both were embodied in their divine feminine Christ frequency, right? The masculine mm-hmm. and the feminine being fully embodied in this sovereign way. And when they came together, they had been doing a lot of these energetic practices, these magic practices, the sex alchemy, right? They'd been training and training, right? And even in Sophia Code, in that transmission, she she shares about how she's been training in these magic arts, right? She was pretty cut off from society, doing these practices with the ascended masters, with these mentors, preparing her vessel, preparing her womb, preparing herself for the connection with Jesus. And when they met, when they came together, it's their power is not only amplified together, but so did the magnetic field around them. And they were able to go and heal the, the people who were being called to them together. And it was her mm-hmm. love. It was her light that activated him in such a way and, you know, was able to sustain him through his crucifixion. And then he resurrected to come back to her. He came back. He resurrected and came back to her. She was the first one to see him, right, as his beloved, mm-hmm. because their hearts were so connected and tethered in this union
1: that mm-hmm. went beyond
0: this earthly plane, right? Yeah. So their whole story is the story of, of this human love that was so profoundly divine, like the Sophia Divine Feminine Christ union sacred union divine union embodied right and their divine union was able to anchor in heaven on earth heal the masses right and and mm-hmm. become this really strong blueprint that we're now all still carrying and that we're all remembering right and coming into these mm-hmm. divine unions within with our sacred partners
1: mm-hmm yeah, it's so incredible, and it's just such a shame that these stories were kind of hidden from us for so long. And it's like obviously done purposefully to take something away um, from the feminine. But um, I'm definitely happy that we're you know talking about it again, and I think it's all coming up in the consciousness collectively more and more. Um, which is why you know I'm so excited that we're having this conversation. So. Um, you know, I think we've me- mentioned sex magic a few times, and I would love to just give our listeners like a little description of like what that actually is and and what that looks like. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So sex magic is using the, the creative force that is sexuality in a way, in a very intentional way to create a certain... Energetic frequency or outcome or manifestation, right? So
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you're doing it solo, um, the magic and alchemy of sexuality can be used as a way to really like clear your body through envisioning light, like literal light moving through you, activating certain frequencies, you know, the serpents moving mm-hmm. through your body, the Kundalini rising, that, mm-hmm. you can... Yeah, and just using the, the fire of your sexuality too to transform to alchemize anything within your body, going into these really meditative states with your own pleasure, and and riding the micro sensations of your pleasure and activating your light body right through these practices of vis- visualization and through these practices of like merging with with the infinite through finite form through Mm -hmm. the ecstasy and the waves of pleasure and also allowing the pleasure, the magic of pleasure, the magic of sexuality moving through your body to inform you, to give you the downloads, to show you what in your body needs healing, to show you where there's cords that are being corded to you. And you can literally use your sexuality. Like if you're working with, you know, a Yoni egg, like black obsidian or something, and you can push like, whatever partners are still in your body, you can feel it when you're in those states of connecting with your pleasure. There's a hyper attunement to your own body as the living record of everything that's ever mm-hmm. happened to you. Mm-hmm. So if you create this sacred ritualistic space, like lighting your candles and your incense and you know really having it be this intentional devotional practice setting your intentions with the crystals that you're using and you know really connecting with your body as this sacred living temple massaging your breasts and then going into your body and seeing okay what needs to be cleared from my field how does this energy want to move through me and then like envisioning any like seeing anything that's still corded to you and using your sexuality to push it out and through and to mm-hmm. literally clear your org. So you can do this, this, there's so much I want to share. It's so hard sometimes to get it all into words because it's just so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is a lot. Um, no, it is such a beautiful practice. Um, and I, I truly do believe that our sexuality is the most powerful creative energy because you know, it's literally the energy that creates life, like it's that powerful. So we can harness that energy and use it for other purposes as well. And that's, I think, the beautiful thing about sex magic is is using this practice to, um, like you said, you can heal your, your own body, you could manifest something else. And so um, I love kind of broadening our idea of what like, masturbation is and and looking at it um as you said as like a self-pleasure practice and seeing how like how much more you can enjoy and how much more you can explore when you take away kind of this goal orientation that tends to come with masturbation um and really just getting to know your own body and tune into if there is any you know, negative energy that you're holding on to that needs to be released, or traumas from past relationships, or whatever it is that comes up. Um, and I absolutely love doing like the yoni egg practice or a yoni wand practice to even add more potency to it to really release like whatever it is that you might be holding on to.
0: Yes, beautiful. And that piece you just spoke into about it not being about the climax, you know. I like to look at the self-pleasure meditation practice as a mirror for your day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. So when you set the space, and that I feel is a really important part, especially if you're connecting to your intersex priestess, is setting the sacred sensualized space. So, you know, mm-hmm. everything to activate your senses, lighting your candles, lighting your incense, having your aromatherapy, getting the textures that you enjoy, like the velvet, you know, the, The fuzzy, like it's it's also um, a process of romancing yourself and figuring out what turns you on and what allows you to soften into that space with yourself, Mm -hmm. and you know, priming the body, massaging the body with oils, dancing in the mirror, kind of having there be this foreplay, this spiritual foreplay with your essence, your body, the divine, and then setting intentions in a prayer, like with the yoni egg I like to set it on my heart and really breathe into it and get super present and feel the connection between the egg and my heart before even putting it in and the practice Mm -hmm. really is you know want to set aside as much time as you can to slip into timelessness Mm -hmm. because sensuality is the technology to shift your reality so you can't put a time limit on it, you're just exploring the body temple and your body and allowing yourself to soften and open and deepen. And so it is the process of suspending the need for a goal or climax and dripping deeper into every micro sensation and then breathing into every micro sensation as its own mini orgasm. Mm mm-hmm and kind of edging too, you know, you want like a a bigger climax and to like open to God even more like the edging where you feel like you're about to climax and then you deep breathe into it and then you allow it to expand even more. And then you Mm -hmm. find like this pleasure in even just the edge of like flirting with the edge and not fully going there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And I think like once you kind of Um, shift your perspective on this is a divine practice so much can just start shifting for you and um, I just wanted to mention too like sometimes when you're starting this um, you might notice that you don't have a lot of sensation you might like your body might be really numb just due to you know cutting yourself off from it for so long cutting yourself off from your senses from trauma like whatever it might be um, so really giving yourself the space to do this several times, and you'll start waking up your senses again, and you'll start noticing more sensation and more pleasure. Um, but it's normal to kind of be cut off from that at first. And and that's important to notice, too. If you are numb anywhere, if you do feel pain anywhere, then that's a place that you can, you know, give more attention to to really work with and release whatever it is that needs to be released. Mm-hmm.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. And just using the breath as the anchor, as the, you know, the, the, the opener, the expander, the, the sacred life force that brings you deeper into the pleasure and into the sensation, like really deepening your breath. That's a big part of the practice too, is noticing when your breath is getting shallow and when Mm -hmm. your mind is taking you out of the sensations in your body and starting to like, try to source your arousal mentally right Mm -hmm. just like deeper into the actual sensations and like breathing with the waves
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean breath sound and movement are you know all of the ways that we kind of release emotion so it's so important to be able to get comfortable with like your sounds and your breath and like what movements you like so all of that is so beautiful Mm -hmm.
0: If you're new to this and you're starting to get used to what it feels like to be in your own pleasure and body without outsourcing some fantasy or some like, you know, uh, I don't know if there's some women who watch porn. So if you're someone who's watched porn to like get yourself to that space, starting to tune into the energetics of your body and using light, like pulling light up through. So. One way you can do this is every time you start to feel these little micro sensations of pleasure when you're self-pleasuring, whether that's with your hand or with, you know, a wand and you're also stimulating your clit, you are pulling the breathing the pleasure up as like this beautiful light. And I like to picture it as like a golden pink light and moving it up through the womb. And even like if you can put one hand on your womb, you put a little pressure on your womb, you're activating your connection to your womb wisdom. And then envisioning this golden spiral coming up through your womb and then pulling that up into your breasts and just getting really present to the softness and the femininity of your breasts as an extension of your heart and sensing them blossom like roses and pulling that energy then into your heart to blossom like a rose and then all the way up and through and out your crown. And what Mm -hmm. this does is it starts off this like divine feminine frequency this rose energy that Mary Magdalene is you know very connected to and you start to feel this like softening into your feminine and in that space you can kind of go into these sublime states and then just notice where your mind is wanting to control and keeps practicing the art of surrender and see what messages want to come through because that's mm-hmm. where the goddess drops these
1: like, yeah. just, like
0: really dripping there and like, all these ideas. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that visualization of pulling the light up. And um, I don't know, I just really exploring all of your body too. That You just reminded me of like even starting with a breast massage or caressing other parts of your body before you would even like move to your yoni. Is just such a great way to open yourself more and like really connect with your heart, which can lead you even deeper into your turn on um, and feeling into the sensations.
0: It really is an
1: exploration with
0: the the living temple of your own body, and and really starting to you know redefine your connection to sexuality. So we just spoke into sex magic with self and the goddess, yes. right? And yes. I highly recommend having this as part of your spiritual practice, even if you're in a a union or a relationship, Mm -hmm. because this is your time to really channel your divine feminine essence, to connect with your body, to connect with the goddess, you know, and this is, this is a sacred practice that, that is for, for you and for what you're here to birth. Now, when you're in union, and, you know, you've attracted um, a counterpart who can who can be in this energy with you. That's when it, you know, you're taking it to the next, I mean, to the next level because you've got the physical embodiment of the masculine working with your feminine essence. And, you know, essentially we're all searching for union, which lives within us as individuals. And then when we can unite our feminine embodiment with the masculine in the physical, we are literally merging with oneness through another, through our sex. Mm -hmm. So this is something that, you know, we did not grow up um, uh, exposed to, right? The sacredness of what sexuality is between two people weaving their energetics together and blasting off into the cosmos, literally like you losing yourself in this transcendental tantric union
1: Mm -hmm. that
0: can rebirth you and just like you know
1: (laughs) in the experience itself so much of what we see is just like in porn and in movies where it's like very goal-oriented like not focused on the divinity at all so um what how how does that look different when you're doing this practice with a partner Mm
0: -hmm. you can you know there's There's different ways to do it. And it doesn't have to be this like whole ritualistic thing, right? As long as you are attuned to this frequency within yourself. And the more that you practice this in your own self-pleasure practices with yourself, the more you can bring this into the union with a partner. And it's also really important to be clear about who you're allowing into your womb especially when you're doing all these cultivation and magic practices, right? You're literally like creating this pristine space in here, this, this chalice, this, this connection to the divine and you, your body will start to tell you who is and isn't allowed inside of it. Your yoni will literally like close up or you will not feel Mm -hmm. turned on. You will not get wet. Like the more you do these practices, the more refined your channel is and the more, clear you get on who isn't and who isn't aligned for you basically. Mm-hmm. But when you yeah. do align with that person, that feels, yeah, that feels safe. Um, you know, the practice really is both of you seeing the God and the goddess in the other person and breathing into the essence of the other and see and feeling and opening your channel to how if you're a woman how the goddess wants to move through you with this partner right and you just get out of the way and you allow this alchemical exchange of energy to happen and it's really a practice of surrendering into it completely like dissolving the self and allowing god goddess to move through both individuals and blast you up into higher states of consciousness together.
1: Mm-hmm. When you were saying like your are Yoni, you'll literally start to notice like when she desires someone or if it's like not the right thing. And so I think that, um, you know, a really great way to start like developing that awareness is even asking yourself for permission. Like when you're doing a self-pleasure practice. Um, before you insert like a yoni egg or a wand or something like that of really just checking in with yourself like are you ready to have something enter you and i think um just that act of like asking yourself for permission opens up so much and like really helps you become more attuned to um what you're desiring and i think that's something that is not really practiced or taught either Hmm.
0: the allowing yourself to open and waiting for that mm-hmm.
1: yeah exactly yeah, no,
0: a huge part of it because if you're just laying there and you just shove it up and in right you're perpetuating <laughs> yep. this, this relationship with your yoni where you're not actually tuning into her as her own being
1: mm-hmm.
0: right she's like her own little being she's like her own yeah. creature
1: yeah totally <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. And that just reminded me of um, the other practices, like really asking your womb space or your yoni for like at the end of these practices for words of wisdom or like any messages that you might want to receive or download. And it, that can be really powerful, too. Mm, I love that.
0: Yeah. And another Another practice, too, for, for women who are just starting with this is to start with a yoni gazing, mirror gazing practice of like, mm, mm-hmm. okay, so a lot of women do not really even know what their yonis look like, right? I've never mm-hmm. really touched themselves. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: like sitting in front of a mirror, opening your legs and just noticing what comes up. Like, are you judging your yoni? You know, okay. Okay keep looking at her until you can find the beauty until you can actually start to like, just observe her, how she is. There's this beautiful, unique rose. You know, I like to look at all of these feminine pieces as the rose. What -hmm. are her petals? Like, what do they feel like? What activates her? You know, what colors is she? And starting to do this practice of Yoni gazing every day until you start to feel more familiar with this piece of you And another practice that you can do that's really powerful in connecting to your yoni is take a selfie of your yoni and then draw her. Mm. (laughs) And you can draw her and you can put her on your altar, you know, or you can paint her and then just have there be this devotional piece of like, oh, that's my pussy. That's my portal. Like that's my, my home girl, you know? Yes.
1: Oh my God. I love that so much. I've never done that. And I'm going to like, I'm doing that later today. <laughs> I yeah. love that idea and like putting it on my altar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yoni yoni gazing is such a powerful practice, um, and it's even okay to like speak the words of judgment that are coming up. And um, you know, as you continue to do this practice um, and start to fall in love with your yoni and see the beauty, and like speaking those words to her, it's just. I don't know. It's so connecting. It's so powerful. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's just the process of falling in love with your femininity. And, you know, and I, I, I know people are like, Oh, don't say falling in love, rising in love. I do think that there's yeah. a trust fall in love. You're mm-hmm. falling into the abyss of, of love and you're, you're deepening. Right. And you're mm-hmm. kind of just taking your hands off the wheel and like, Like, learning to love yourself um, through the eyes of the goddess. Like, oh, the goddess incarnated as me in this body temple? Like, how does it like to be turned on? What really activates me? Like, what feels authentic to me? And starting Mm -hmm. to connect with your, your physical feminine body and going inward. And then you start to notice, like, the way you dress changes. The way you speak changes. Your voice will drop down deeper into your womb. You know, Mm -hmm. the way that you make love The way that you you make love to life in your day-to-day, you know, routines and practices will change the deeper you are connected to Mm -hmm. your yoni and to your heart and to your womb. Mm
1: Mm-hmm yeah and the stronger your boundaries become and really being able to decipher like what it is that you desire and where your no is and how to like speak that truth um, into existence so it all is so important
0: yes and uh during my tantra yoga teacher training one of the teachers um was teaching us or sharing with us i love this visualization of the trinity of consent, like before engaging with a lover, before engaging in, you know, something that is, um, erotic, the trinity of consent is checking in with heart, womb, and yoni. Does this feel like a yes in all three of these spaces? You know what's super powerful is another priestess sister of mine. She featured on my course, Rose Gold Alchemy, which is all about the Magdalene wounds. And it's based on the empowered archetypes of the Magdalene wounds. And that's um, available if you go, I can mention that later too, but in my Instagram link tree, that's available as a pre-recorded course. It's like a year long of content,
1: um, mm, mm-hmm. a year's
0: worth of content. Um, and she featured in one of them and was, was taking us through this triple Magdalene flame meditation. And the triple Magdalene flame is the heart, the, I believe it was the heart, the womb and the yoni too. So it's like the Trinity of consent is actually the yeah. Trinity of the triple Magdalene flame, which is the connection to, you know, this, this priestess path of like refinement. Right. And also like seeing everything as, as data, I feel like a big piece for womb witches and, and sex priestesses we go through these initiations with, men who you know we really they kind they initiate us there's a certain frequency of the masculine that initiates us like oh god it's like there's a there's a certain fuck boy energy okay that <laughs> yeah, likes to yeah. latch on to women <laughs> that are very connected to their sexuality and i feel intuitively that a part of our initiation is to go through that process with mm-hmm. that flavor of masculine to come into like this warrioress energy and this like even fiercer protectress energy of our bodies of this trinity right and so it's just a constant process of refinement
1: yeah no that's so funny that you said that cuz i definitely feel like i had a phase of that like thank god that i'm past now <laughs> but yeah i don't know why it is but i i do think it's also just um in the practice of like claiming that sex priestess within yourself like being able to decipher between these men and, you know, having that knowledge and empowerment, like, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's something you have to go through, but it definitely feels like. It.
0: I well, you know, that the part of being on this path is like, there is such a level of devotion that we can show to a man. And in that process, if, we're not, you know, clear within ourselves. Sometimes it's really hard to see, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. like they're very they get very sneaky. There's like a lot of manipulation, especially in the spiritual community. There's mm-hmm. like, a, there's like, there can be this predatory energy that masks behind the verbiage of spirituality.
1: And mm-hmm. the more
0: attuned you get, you can start to see that there's actually a lack of embodiment. The, imbo- the, the words and the, Actions are not aligning. So there's a lack of integrity. You'll start to feel it in your body as like a lack of safety. But your mind can try to convince you, oh, he's saying all of the right things. He sounds, you know, so um mm-hmm. so eloquent in delivery of these beautiful ancient practices and whatever. And so it's really I I'm gonna do a whole podcast episode on this soon. Um, just about discernment with mm-hmm. masculine and the energy that we are allowing to cord into that sacred Trinity because Mm -hmm. it can be really hard once we've really devoted our heart to a man, right. To start to see the subtle abuse that's happening in that dynamic and the way that they Mm -hmm. are corded into our sexuality, into our energy. And, and so that's where the sex magic comes back in to like reclaim all of those pieces, reclaim those parts, push, push these energetics out of our body, refine our, our, you know, or channel mm-hmm. and sharpen our sword of discernment, because that's really important.
1: Yeah, no, it's so crazy that you just brought that up, because I feel like I just get got hit hard by that one recently of like the spiritual community and these men that are they know how to talk the talk. Um, and so you get so excited that like you found this like conscious person and then come to find out they're cheating on you or like, you know it and they're just not living in integrity and i it i it just it's so sad that this is happening but it is more common i think than i ever realized and so um yeah just being able to develop yourself to be able to know how to look out for these red flags how to know if they're really embodied and in integrity um is so important
0: yes yes and i would say be careful of the men who come on to you really strong and tell you that you're the woman you they've been waiting for. You know, they, they say, I love you way too fast. They're talking about marriage and children and romanticizing these timelines. Like really Mm -hmm. for anyone listening, just be wary around being love bombed.
1: Right. Mm -hmm.
0: Huge red flag. Um,
1: Mm -hmm. Because at
0: some point that typically will start to lead to devaluation, manipulation and being gaslit. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, there is, that. this is a, there, I mean, there's scientific research to back this, psychological research to back this, but also in the spiritual community, there can be an inflated sense of, um, ego, right. And, I'll, you know, and I've met some men who are very, very tapped into really profound spiritual power. And then it's like, I don't, there's, there's something that's not fully in tact, And so it's important to just really just be cautious around yeah the men who come in and they're they're right off the bat talking about divine union and speaking certain verbiage and language to you and um i'm like i'm trying to censor how deep i go into this right now because i'm like (laughs) um there are like false ascension there are like false ascension matrixes and grids And some of these men, this is really wanting to be shared, are not aware of the energetics that are moving through them. It's not clear. It's not Mm -hmm. organic. And they're not really Mm -hmm. aware of what's moving through them. So they will latch onto your light and start to tell you what you want to hear. And sometimes the really confusing part about this is there will be all of these synchronicities happening around you that almost feel like they are um, confirming this connection, confirming this union, right? Mm-hmm. Just really tune into your heart, to your womb. If something feels a little off, chances are something's off. And a lot mm-hmm. of the times with this this type of masculine, right? Because it's not just me who's experienced this. I have clients who have experienced it. I've, I've been collecting research and data lately, and yeah. they will... We'll kind of flip it onto you once you start questioning this dynamic as if it's your trauma, right? Yes. It's your trauma. Yeah. They're helping you heal that trauma. You're crazy. You're not trusting enough. You're not feminine enough because you're not surrendering to their lead. No, <laughs> if you're not surrendering to their lead, there is a very real reason for that. Mm-hmm. So trust it. Trust your body. Trust your heart. Trust your third eye, right? Really look beyond what's being presented to you. That is the the power of the oracle, reading between the lines, and tuning mm-hmm. into to deeper things that are happening beneath the surface, in order to preserve mm-hmm. your your energy.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy you brought that up. Thank you. So, is there yeah. anything else that's alive for you right now? Anything coming up that you'd like to share? Um, about Mary Magdalene, Tantra. Oh.
0: What's the most alive right now is um, I feel like there's this process right now of, like, especially as we approach the new year, there's a lot of shedding happening right now. You know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of transformation happening on the deeper layers like even with myself i feel like there's like a death happening inside of me again mm-hmm. and so there's this, you know i i get to deeply honor that and honor the fact that i want to rest more than usual right now even though i have a course launching in a couple of days like how can you work with your own sacred rhythms without making them wrong or seeing it through the lens of how somebody else might see your level of productivity or what you're doing or, you know, how you're interacting with life. This life is a love affair with you and the divine. And when you really start to tune into your own channel, when you really take the space to be in stillness or to just do nothing, if that's what you're feeling called to do, the mm-hmm. more you will hear your own inner, inner wisdom. And, and then the other thing I'm super passionate about is the cutting of cords with with, you know, uh, I don't want to call it the toxic masculine, but men who just do not feel right in the heart that are coming into the field. And it's very interesting because I was go I've been going through this deep initiation of cutting cords and like Kali Ma again coming in. That's like, oh no 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 no, we got this lesson. You're not pulling this on me again, right? Because they yeah. can get really clever. Mm-hmm. They, these men can get very poor. and yesterday I had three of them reach out to me not just wow. one or two three men with this energy all reached out to me sending me things that just did not feel right in my body to receive anyone else reading that would be like oh and I'm like no no there's something else here and I blocked mm-hmm. all three of their phone numbers just like I don't even need to engage yeah you know so it's like becoming this like Jedi of your field and and really getting into this like organic pristine space with yourself and then you'll start mm-hmm. to notice when things are just not they're just not right and you can start mm-hmm. to just like pivot
1: right yeah I love Walk that Become like a Jedi it, it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well no thank you so much for sharing that I've been feeling it a lot just these past couple of weeks of just wanting to rest and sometimes it's so hard not to have judgment come up around that Um, But it is it's so important to just listen to your body and to take that space when you need it. And so thank you. I like to have that permission sometimes. So what uh, do you have coming up? How can we find you? What courses do you have coming up if you can share all your juicy details? hmm. Yeah. So my
0: Instagram is just at Zoe Danes, the O E D A N E. And then you can go to my link tree um, in my bio and I have different like mini workshops that are pre-recorded. I have rose gold alchemy, which is basically like 12 months of two rounds of rose gold alchemy, including guest priestess features where we go deeper into the three core Magdalene wounds and the empowered aspects of what these energetics hold um mm-hmm. the whole journey of like reclamation and empowerment and you know divine embodiment and then i have divine feminine awakening that's starting on december 21st on the solstice um, and that's going to be a a pre-recorded course uh, we have four live calls two live pleasure practice calls like temple calls and then two live moon ceremonies so those are the and then you also get um a one-on-one hypnotherapy divine feminine oracle session with me but But you can join that anytime right
1: okay join anytime cool (laughs) (laughs) well no that all sounds incredible thank you so much for joining me today zoe and yeah thank you that was just so beautiful (laughs) Sacred and <laughs> I'm so grateful to be able to share so openly about all things sex and relationships. So if you loved this episode, share it with your friends, subscribe, and I would love if you could leave me a review in the iTunes store. And as a free gift, I'll share with you a guided sacred womb meditation. Simply email a screenshot of your review over to stephanie at coachingbystephanie.com. And I'll send you over this beautiful meditation. Thank you.